0: All right, I'll do. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15
1: a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG.
0: Well, this is a bit of a head scratcher, this next one, because all they wanted to do was sell their wool to... Americans at a big American festival and they were denied I'm talking about Aberdeen's wool this is a small business running out of Lindsay Ontario and they had hoped to sell their goods at a very big festival in Maryland so they did everything that they're supposed to do they registered for the vendor's permit they got a customs broker they filled out all the paperwork they even talked to U.S. immigration to make sure that they had all the paperwork necessary they got their sales tax permit, passport numbers, and everything was sent in ahead of time. So they set off with all their yarn intact. And when they got to the border, they get pulled over and denied entry. All because they didn't have a treaty investor visa. And they weren't just denied. They got fingerprinted, photographed, and then released and they lost two days of wool sales. And that's a pretty big hit for a small business, but then they decided to go back to the border and question, you know, why, why were we turned away? And then they got threatened, saying that they'd have all their belongings stolen, their, taken, their car, their yarn, and that they'd never be able to head into the United States again. So it sounds like they did everything by the book. But I don't know. Is this the new norm when you're in a trade war? Let's find out. Michael Niren is an immigration lawyer and president over at VisaPlace.com. Good of you to join us.
1: Thank you very much.
0: So I know this is not a case that you have been dealing with, but is this something that is happening? Is this the kind of thing that people can expect when we normally see, you know, people traveling back and forth uh, between U.S. and Canada?
1: Well, look, Canada and the United States are each other's largest trading partner. And um, generally speaking, we are proud uh, to say that we have an open border between the two countries. And there's a lot of traffic uh, going back and forth between people and, and goods. And that's the norm. That's always been a norm for, for decades and decades and decades, especially since the free trade, um, you know, NAFTA agreement has been uh, in place. But since the Trump administration has uh, come into power, uh, it's, it's uh, you know, and listening to his rhetoric and his tweets, his, his inflammatory tweets, um, it's not surprising that a uh, higher level of scrutiny is being applied to visas and, and people, uh, Canadians in particular, entering the United States. And this is a, a, a case in, in point.
0: I mean, it sounds like these people had their act together. It clearly sounds like they planned for it. So, I mean, what advice are you actually giving people uh, who might find themselves in a position where they want to go, let's say, to a trade show? Um, You know, is, is the climate something that they have to be prepared for?
1: Well it's interesting cuz this particular case uh, these these uh, we call them applicants and individuals canadians who are who are trying to cross the border they they're you know deemed as applicants uh they they seem to be very well prepared um they they called in advance and they got all their ducks in a row so to speak prepared the documentation and that's basically the kind of advice we give our clients when they want to enter the United States even as visitors these days cuz everyone's being scrutinized Everyone's being questioned. A lot of people are being sent to secondary inspection. And um, you, don't just don't make the, you don't assume anymore that you're going to be admitted. Uh, it's just not the, the way, that, way it works these days. So this particular case, uh, you know, it's, it's very unfortunate. Uh, being told that they should be applying for a treaty investor visa or an E2 visa is, is in my opinion, overkill for, for a case like this.
0: And so I guess it comes down to the discretion. Anytime you go over the U.S.-Canadian border, it comes down to the discretion of, I guess, the border agent that you're dealing with, correct?
1: That's always been the case. And, and there's so, no there's no guarantee, even the, the, the most clean case where someone's going, let's say, down to Florida to get a suntan, um, it doesn't necessarily guarantee they're going to be admitted. Right. And
0: so, you know, is this a case of like, yeah, you yeah, gotta just do more? Or, you know, I'm not sure what the climate's going to be like in the next couple of months. I mean, I, we, you know, for all we know, Donald Trump could turn around tomorrow and say everything's fine. Tariffs, no tariffs are NAFTA signed. Everything's good to go. So tensions will ease. But let's say in a couple of months, we're still at this with the name calling and all the rest of it. Do you get the sense that border agents will be told uh, on the US side that, uh, you know, they're to scrutinize Canadians more so than they might have? And vice versa, well, I, I guess, think, vice versa.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure whether or not, you know, the latest conflict, the, you know, the, the inflammatory remarks going back and forth is really what has, you know, is, is the cause of this particular case. I think there's been a climate of enforcement um, since the Trump administration, um, you know, t- since Trump was elected. And, you know, his, his, one of his mandates was to tighten up immigration, to build a wall. So, you know, it's interesting. The laws themselves haven't changed much. It's just the way in which they've been enforced. So there's this culture of enforcement, of scrutiny. I don't think it's going to get necessarily any worse or any better um, for the foreseeable future. I think Canadians have to be on guard that when they do cross the border, they have to be expected to, you know, ask, be, ask a whole bunch of questions. They, make, they better make sure they, they have an answer to it. If they're coming as a visitor, explain where they're going, who they're visiting, how long they're staying, what are their ties to Canada that they're going to return back after their visit. And, you know, and, and if this is the way the world is right now, or I mean, the, the way the border is right, right. now. And, and that's how we have to deal with it.
0: Add in the complication that Canada will soon have legal weed. Uh, <laughs> there's there's a, you know, there's a, you got to be careful when you cross the border and what you say and what you joke about and what I guess you admit to.
1: Absolutely. Even, even uh, you know, an offhanded remark could result in uh, you being sent to secondary inspection and denied entry. Uh, and you just got to be really careful. It's, it's, it's uh, really important.
0: Yeah. Thank you for the advice. Appreciate it. My pleasure. That is Michael Niren, who's an immigration lawyer and president over at Visa Place. Uh, you know, the case popped out to us because it seemed like such an ordinary, you know, family going down to do ordinary business and did everything right. But then, hey, just goes to show the agents have control of your destiny at the border. On point on Global News Radio.